0: Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start.
1: Hello, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your Game Master, Sean O'Hara, coming to you live from beautiful Tofino, British Columbia. With my closest and most wonderful friends in the whole wide world playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian Abdulaziz. Aziz. God, I saw it coming, I should have known, and I didn't. And right off the bat, my authority is usurped. Say hello. Hi. Now don't talk anymore. Okay. <laughs> or make any noise. Doesn't feel good, does it?
2: Playing fat
1: <laughs> What do you have to say? Nothing. I won't yeah, say I said don't talk. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm trying to Just keep their, being a
0: piece of shit.
1: I'm trying to keep the <laughs> reins tight so I have control over my own emotions. Well Plank Maybe that. you shouldn't have fucking worn sweatpants to a recording.
2: <gasps> We're all wearing sweatpants except you, you and you look the least out. comfortable. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Pant out. Go get some sweatpants on. No,
3: I don't
2: have
1: Pause any. It. All right, we're back. It's been about 45 minutes. We made Abdul go to town in Tofino and buy his own <laughs> pair of sweatpants. I didn't do that. He didn't, and now he's just nude from the waist down in in penance. Wait, not penance. The one that you do to make us upset. Why are you guys penance. bullying me? This Is not bullying?
2: Sean, you start bullying, and then Abdul uh, started bullying us <laughs> for sweatpants. <laughs>
1: Playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Tai. Hello. Also wearing sweatpants. Yeah. And playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Hello. When last we left our heroes, they had been stuck in a tent in the disarm Creek Theater Society's camp. Uh, finding Perel, the itinerant wizard, hiding in a supply shed. And after being pointed through a hole in the side of the tent, Perel had uh, found... Jaunter, leader of the Desom Creek Theater Society, having a tea date with the Torch of McCall, during which it was revealed that not only was Jaunter a mender, but the menders have been working in some capacity with the light guard of McCall. And that is where we find our heroes now. What do you guys do?
3: Where the fuck is Allison? Perel uh, looks around and is like, I thought she was with you. What the fuck are you talking? We told you to (sighs) find her. And I tried my absolute
1: best to find her. I... Asked around a little bit. The bars, I thought, were a good place to start. No one had seen her. And they had pointed me in the direction of this camp. So I came here. I thought maybe she would be here. But I saw the Torch of McCall with some other members of the light guard. I thought if they saw me, they would, you know,
3: execute me. Well, yeah, that's probably what they would have done. So I came in here. And they're just, there's light guard members kind of just around. So I've been in here. we well, have got to find Allison. Yeah. So they, someone you you talked to said that she was here.
1: Yeah, somebody in the square said, like, I think it was they were a member of the society. Uh huh. Said that they saw her in this area.
3: Okay, makes sense. Actors are desperate. Yeah. Um. Is there like a can we discern realities to try and figure out where she is? Yeah, we need to get wide berth and get. If we need to find her,
1: discern realities would be like if you wanted to see what was going on with
3: Jaunter and the Torch. As opposed to, well, I, think we,
4: I feel like we know what's going on.
3: Well, it, yeah, we found out that Jaunter and the Torch are working together. Mm-hmm. But we need, so we know that Allison is in the camp somewhere, mm-hmm. probably, because the guy in the square said she was. And also wow. someone told Perel that. Mm-hmm. So we need to find her because she's here somewhere.
2: Um, Billy has connections. Which I haven't used in a long time. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's when I when I put out mm-hmm. word to the criminal underbelly about something you want or need. Um, roll a thing, and someone has it just for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. And if you roll a seven to nine, yeah, you have to settle for something close, or it comes with strings attached. No yeah. Call. Cool. Mm-hmm. So right. in the
1: past, Billy's used like. Uh thief signs or whatever carved into Mm -hmm. the post to attract people that's actually how you guys met mirrors right yeah yeah Yeah. all those many sessions ago uh yeah okay so how's billy doing this how's billy getting word out
2: um well the tent we're in does it have costumes
1: it does yes it has crates of old costumes
2: uh billy is going to use some of these costumes um so that i can disguise myself as like another um there's those theater kids right Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna try to look like them (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. so what does that look like what does billy's disguise look like (laughs)
2: okay um i'm just oh they wear a lot they wear leotards okay Uh (laughs) so leotards and jazz shoes Uh,
4: okay tap shoes yeah yeah
2: cool um so looking around should i discern realities or something like no
1: it's not hard to find it's a tent full of stuff
2: all right I open a, a wooden crate mm-hmm. and in there are a ton of leotards uh, kind of like when you're in gym class and there's all those pennies so Billy pulls out a pink leotard and there's um, another there's some bags next to the crate and some and I pull out some tap shoes mm-hmm. from there and they're definitely too big for me but they're the smallest ones of the group mm-hmm. and so Billy puts those on puts on the leotard And he's like, don't look, you guys. This is really form-fitting. Okay.
3: (laughs) Billy, we've seen you naked.
2: Not like this. (laughs) I've never felt so exposed in my life.
4: It's the pink, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why I picked this color. (laughs) But it's too late. I'm in it now.
3: Wait, what are you doing? Should we get in costume too? No,
2: I must go alone. Okay. Um, This is a task I must do alone. Wait,
3: but you have to tell us what you're doing. Oh, I... So- you have to task. tell me what you're doing. I'm
2: so sorry. Okay, so... <laughs> wow.
3: You were just like, I have a plan, and you put a leotard. <laughs> Billy. Oh, uh, Sorry. Hold up.
2: Yeah. Where I- are you
3: going? What are you doing?
2: Okay. I am going to... I saw a signpost out there, and they have all those poles for the stages, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take this pin out of my hair, and I'm going to go carve some symbols out there and see if anyone has seen Allison, and I got blend in, so I put on this outfit.
3: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Looking great, bud. Yeah, you look good. Thanks. And good plan. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's a great plan. Meanwhile, Perel still has
1: his eye glued to that hole. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so Billy's trying to blend in. Oh, no, he just has disguise, so he doesn't have to roll for a disguise. But you do have to roll for connections. I do. Mm-hmm. So what is it? 2d6 plus? Charisma. Charisma.
2: Oh, I don't remember which ones it I was rolled It was that one and that one. Oh, it's okay. an 8. Yeah. Nine. I got 9. Okay.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, Way to go, Tucker. <laughs> just rolled two dice into a
4: pile of
2: dice. I know.
4: You got a 5 and a 20.
2: <laughs> uh, so that means I have to settle for... Something close, or it comes with strings attached, mm-hmm. and I can choose.
3: Okay. Maybe you have literally a bunch of strings attached. I was thinking it's bit. a thong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my no. God. I have one string attached.
2: Like, Ooh. I'm drawing more attention to myself. Oh,
4: you, the string attached is attached to the tendon. It unravels, <gasps> exposing his bum as he leaves, yeah. <laughs> leading whoever would want to follow that string back to an adult full
1: tendon. Yeah. That's of way good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, sorry. One more time?
2: Okay, my when I left the tent, it got caught on a little nail. And Uh so there's a thread wrapped around the nail attached to the tent. And I'm walking all over the place. And it's slowly unraveling my leotard, showing more buttocks than before. (laughs) And leading whoever would want to
4: follow the trail back to us weirdos. Yeah,
2: literally creating a...
4: String attached scenario.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Like
3: that Weezer song. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to destroy my sweater?
1: Uh Uh-huh. So you go out and you're carving a symbols in a pole to say like I'm looking for
2: yeah, and I'm walking so like making such big rounds mm. <laughs>
4: zigzag yeah, yeah like <laughs> dancing around the poles like the May Mayflower yeah, yeah. exactly
2: I have to do a few loops to look like I'm looking at what other people are doing I'm like oh that's a good move yeah. and I start like We're swaying like, oh, oh, my hips too Billy them. yeah um, anyway I carve a bunch of symbols in and I i see another pole i'm like oh that's a good pole and i go over there <laughs> you're going to all the poles yeah
4: Yeah. dancing from pole to pole
2: i say hi again to the donkeys <laughs> hi <laughs> and i scratch some stuff on their pole
1: yeah and they're just like they get their noses down there and their ears are flapping around and they're yeah. nosing at you
2: and i um i pick up some Grass. Yeah,
1: they <laughs> eat it de- desperately.
2: Cool. Yeah. See you guys. Bye, Greg. <clears throat> Bye, Wilbur. <clears throat> uh, I'm walking. <laughs> carving and I'm more poles like, I'm so cold. <laughs> and I look around behind me and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs>
4: oh, just going in circles and winding yourself up with string.
2: <laughs> oh my dingling. It's the <laughs> <a> show soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I cover it up and I'm like, try and run back by forgot where I was yeah and so I make an even bigger like wider <laughs> circle and it's like by the time I get back to the tent it's only like I am covering my nipples and my <laughs> dingling and you uh,
1: run back into the tent <laughs> nude
2: yeah pretty what? much it's like just the collar left
1: yeah <laughs> like a dicky yeah, so uh, Billy's gone for like five to ten minutes, and he comes back, and he's basically nude with a pink collar around his neck.
3: Well, when he's been gone, we've been uh, we've been look- watching what's going on with the Torch of McCall. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. And also, we were like, bro, why the fuck are you still in a diaper? Like, there's so many stores in this town. You could have bought pants.
1: when, when, when was I supposed to have time doing that, trying to find
3: Alice? <laughs> Conducting
1: reconnaissance. For you,
3: dude. We went and stole a ship, but we also like got pizza cones and watched you, part of a play. You don't just have to do one thing at a time. <laughs> Wait, was that was that ship thing?
1: You guys? Oh, did you hear about it? Fifteen ships were blown out of the harbor. <laughs> cool, huh? All right. by a rogue wind. <laughs> Tens of thousands of coins worth of damage was done.
3: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. No one.
1: Can, no one's allowed
3: in or out. Of the city? The customs have locked
1: down the docks until what? they find out who was
3: responsible. That's yeah, going to complicate things for us. That was... Oh, my God. <laughs> and we're trying to smuggle out. You idiots. <laughs> and he's like,
1: but... This diaper is really cold. Just pay, just see what they're doing. And he starts digging around in the costumes. Okay. And you, so you're watching the torch and jaunter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're just talking about business. The torch is drinking this tea very slowly. And he says, I understand that there have been some developments in the principalities at large that have proven quite dangerous. I've heard there's mass flooding in the halfling lands that have caused evacuations and exodus. I've heard that there have been reports of ghostly militias traveling throughout the land. Monsters. So these are the problems that you would like me and my people to take care of for you? Bolster your operations in the principalities and jaunter puts down his tea and says no 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 a lot of those reports have been grossly exaggerated i don't know who sent the letter to you in mccall It was a mender by the name of maggie cole i believe he says oh maggie she she doesn't really know what's going on she's not really as informed as she'd like to be there's no flooding there's no monsters the problems have been a lot more exaggerated than unfortunately i think you've been led to believe there is one thing though that i think is of the highest importance is um there was a complication of sorts with a an item from one of our vaults it's currently in the wind no one's really sure where it is but we have tracked three individuals to this town there's a there's a large man with an axe and a beard He's pretty easy to uh, to point out. He actually looks a lot like the guy that you have towed around. What was his name? Ah, uh, you mean Fatim. Because he is one of our more powerful warriors. <laughs> one of the more dangerous members of our of our guards troop. Cut the tuck.
0: It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he got more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, then I, and then I turned to Faye. like, what time he dipped my dingling in honey and he left me in the desert. <laughs> What happened? It got, it got so sticky.
1: <laughs> I had to walk all the way home with a sticky dingling. <laughs> so much sand. <laughs> and they're traveling in the company of a halfling child and a very strange looking man with, I think, elf blood. I'll fucking dare him. And the, the one that we are most concerned with capturing. Uh, if possible, they're traveling in the, in the company of a sort of middle-aged, scrawny, bald man. He's got a <laughs> pretty terrible mustache and uh, spectacles, but he's able to change his appearance if he needs to. His, his disguise skills are exemplary. So those three and the old man, if you're able to bring them to us, to me personally, if possible, then we can, we can settle a lot of this right away and you can be back on your way to McCall. And the torch nods and continues drinking his tea. Says, "I understand. I'm a little troubled." We we brought many on the trip. We assumed that the the problems here were a lot more wide ranging than it would appear. They are. And Jaunter nods and says, "Yeah, we're sorry about that. We just we're trying to keep information uh, more succinct in the future." The torch nods and says, "I understand." Trying to work anonymously and surreptitiously as we do, I this it can be difficult to get people to know the things they need to know. So I'll let my people know we'll form a plan and we'll get to work as quickly as possible.
3: And I rip Perel out of the... Because we've been like poking our heads through and watching. I rip Perel out of the hole in the tent and I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought you said that Chamberlain would cover everything up for us.
1: do they know about us? And Perel's like, I don't know, they shouldn't. The work that I did with with Chamberlain was flawless, flawless.
3: Has any of your work ever been flawless?
1: Uh <laughs> maybe you remember a little thing called a giant frog.
3: Yeah, <laughs> those yeah. frogs are terrorizing a small town right now
1: because I wasn't there to to rein them in. So but they're intelligent. They're intelligent, huh? Well, at least they are, you
3: fucking moron.
2: Click clack, click
3: clack. Oh, Billy's back. <laughs>
2: And here's tap shoes. <laughs> He's
3: just wearing tap shoes now. What Nothing the hell happened to you, oh, Bill. What the fuck
2: happened, Bilbo? I don't know. So I saw so grabbed, must have taken my swimsuit. <laughs> 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 I think a lot of people saw me. My disguise didn't work, but I did right all over the poles. <laughs>
4: Ving sticks his head out and sees the string running everywhere and leading him back to here.
1: And you see, you see at the far end of the camp, you hear somebody go, what the fuck is all this?
3: Who's that? Is that
1: Phantom? And on the other side of the camp, far away, like pretty, a pretty good distance, maybe 40, 50 feet is a ripped dark skinned man with a long braid on the top of his head going down to a ponytail. And he picks up the thread and he starts following it hand over hand. Oh. Following the pink thread that you see connected to Billy's
3: oh, collar, oh shit, Jesus fucking Christ!
2: It's my swimsuit, <laughs> guys. I'll be right back.
3: Wait, where are you going?
2: Um, Billy's gonna try to lead him somewhere else. Oh, yeah. so oh. I grab, I grab whatever string I left on the ground. I run the opposite direction,
1: and but like you've got a long way. It was sort of like a cat's cradle design that Billy created, mm-hmm. so he can run back and grab some and run somewhere else. Okay, it's yeah. a good idea. Uh, okay, so what would that be? Do we think, like, defy danger dexterity? Sure. To do it quickly and surreptitiously?
2: I. I Fuck. Oh, very <laughs> bad. That is a two Three and a one. Plus <laughs> oh, two is five.
1: Okay. Mm, so, th- Billy fails. Do you have an idea for how Billy
3: fails? Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, Billy fails. He's collecting all the threads and it's getting... Uh, because he was running around in like weird circles, it's just kind of balling up around him, mm-hmm. and he's starting to spin himself into essentially like a huge ball of yarn. Uh-huh. And he's just like, "Oh my god!" And then he crashes right into the dude.
1: Oh, right into Fathom. It- That's a
2: fathom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Huge- he's exactly how I described him the last time. I know, but Billy
2: screams it. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> and Fatim is like holding the string that you're at the end of in this huge ball, and he's like, "Who are you? You some little kid or something?" And he reaches down and grabs a bundle of the threads, and he picks you up. he
4: steps out. Talk. You. You gotta stay here. You okay. Yeah. Because he knows you. I'm going out. Oh, so, uh, uh, hey, good sir. That's uh, it's my young actor there. What what have you done to your costume, young master?
2: <laughs> I just thought I would make it look better. Well, you
4: ruined it and I'll be coming out of your shares. I'll be taking that kid. Come on with me. Sorry about that, mister. Cool hairdo. Man, you're big. You look
1: very nice.
0: <laughs> so,
1: so just, uh, okay, uh, you got to roll something. Defy Danger Charisma, I guess? Yeah, no problem. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Holy fuck! <clears throat> is that box cars two sixes? Uh, thir- yeah,
3: thirteen. Holy
1: shit! Good goddamn! Okay, two sixes
3: is called box Boxcars, Box cars, yeah. Box I cars. didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was called spider eyes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> crab face, because <laughs> it's like all the mouths on a crab. Uh, great. So Fatums like
4: okay. Uh, I'll just be taking that young feller.
1: Sure. Scoop him up. Whatever. And he he holds him out. Mm-hmm. Take him. And you get away,
4: thank you. Backing away. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Weirdos.
2: Well, oh, thank you.
1: Uh, I think something that you pick up when you get close to Fathom is a sort of acrid smell. Yeah. There's this like oily mm-hmm. acrid smell. So is that's that- something that you just pick up around Fathom. Yeah, he doesn't smell good, but he smell he smells like pungent. And you're not sure why. <sighs> yeah. <This guy> <laughs> Billy starts coughing and sneezing.
2: Yeah. And Billy stuffs his face in Vings for jacket thingy that he's mm. got on. Oh, Yeah. That's cute. He
1: <laughs> cuddles in. <it>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this it's... barely smells better. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Smell of <laughs> patchouli.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he has. But with that, I guess the string attached for connections is that Fatim has gotten a good look at both of you. Mm-hmm. Looked you right in the face. He knows exactly what both of you look like. And so do you just head back to the tent?
3: No, I've come out. Oh, you've come out of the tent. But I am dressed as a belly dancer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like Will Smith from Wild Wild West. Uh huh. <laughs> so, what, is that? what does this look like Ving wearing like a
0: veil? Drops oh. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm
3: sorry. I've got a veil on, and I'm wearing like big fake tits. <laughs> and, uh-huh. Uh huh. There's like a lot of.
2: The coin belt?
3: Yeah, like there's so much of it on me. And I'm just pretending to be a big, beautiful lady. Oh my god, Billy, do you see that woman? Who is that? She's
2: beautiful. (laughs) Are you fucking... uh, Whoops. (laughs) No, Billy can say fuck. Sorry. No,
4: he cannot. Oh.
2: Isn't that tuck? Oh. uh, What's that in your (laughs) loincloth?
1: That is a story for another day. To our friends. Roll you're gonna he's he would recognize you easily, probably. So. are you
3: fucking kidding me? I got the dark yeah. the veil. No, over I know. My Makeup. Face.
1: What I'm saying is Billy doesn't have to roll for disguises, but
3: Tuck does. Okay. What is it plus? Charisma? Charisma. Yeah. Cause I did I did it because I didn't want to feel pinned down. Yeah, totally.
4: <laughs> you pierce your belly button, there's blood running down. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I I got dressed really quick and I turned to Perel and I was like, Do I look anything like me oh. <laughs> when I was getting dressed? What I you're you're seven feet tall. Yeah,
1: but do I look like a hot lady? <laughs> oh, holy Another shit! Box <laughs> two sixes. <laughs> these dice, are- those are my old dice. They're mm, mm, uh, perfect, They're so great. So, do
3: I look like a hot lady?
1: Bro, I was like, you're seven feet tall. <laughs> okay, no, but
3: kind of. <laughs> okay, it's and, no one will know. And I'm like, can you turn these melons into like the jiggly things so it'll look like I, like tits? <laughs> Why would I do that? Come on, for me, do. you... Magic is hard, Tacoma.
1: <laughs> I can't just turn things into. T- give me the melons. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I can. And he's like flexing all his muscles. He starts sweating. Mm-hmm. And you see the melons slowly just getting softer and softer and softer. <laughs> this is the best I can do.
3: Okay. And, I and put... they're just, they're exactly like two cantaloupes, but really soft. I put them in my bra. You go. Warm, <laughs> <laughs> and Tuck comes out of the tent like that. Yeah, um, yeah
2: I think it'd be really funny because like there's like all that fresh paint everywhere. Uh-huh. If there was just like a paint bucket open that's red, and he like grabs the paintbrush in it and it's like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, that. I do that.
3: Tuck gives himself lipstick, but like w- way too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I imagine you killing a fly and then spearing it on your eyes, like just to, like, cat eye makeup. Make yeah. It,
3: yeah, like and I. I, yeah, I put on like mascara uh-huh. and like, Fly. like blue <laughs> eyeshadow. Like, is that eyeshadow up here? Uh, it's mm-hmm.
2: also paint. <laughs>
3: okay, yeah. No, he's wondering if this is what oh, eyeshadow is. Oh, yeah, that's is. Yeah, eyeshadow. Is that eyeshadow? So I put blue eyeshadow and, yeah, like, like, I, like, like, fucking make my eyes look longer with like charcoal pencil. And then... You describe it as make my eyes look longer. (laughs) I don't know what any makeup things are, and neither does Doug. (laughs) I also love that he put red paint on his lips for lip color and then immediately put a veil over it. Yeah, but then he's like, but if if this comes off, then this will disguise. And then I also am like, I'm worried about the scar on my face showing so I take a bunch of white paint and I give myself a oh, no. white yeah. <laughs> I'm Like he'll never assume that I would be white. And then, so do you do that I'm, to your arms? I'm and- making eye contact with Burrell. I'm like, I'm white like you.
2: I also assumed the veil was to hide the beard. Yeah, that's what I assumed. So the veil comes off. I oh, but
3: did not think of that at all.
1: So he's like, "Okay, if the veil comes off, the lipstick's definitely gonna distract away from my huge beard, right?" He just dips his whole beard in lipstick.
3: did not <laughs> think of the beard at no, wait. all. So you
1: understand that by painting his him painting his face, I assume bone white. Yes, he's also got to paint his arms and torso and legs. Yeah, because no, the legs have billowy pants.
3: Anything that's showing. Wow, I mean that. Wow, I already got two sixes.
1: Just we're calling that. A, just pulling a reverse Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that you got what fourteen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which means that it works. Yeah, which is just unfucking believable. <laughs> and uh, so you come out of the tent bone white, dressed like a belly dancer, lips, lip stuff, eye shadow, veil, veil. And honestly, you blend in with a lot of the other costumes in the camp. So it's yeah. it's easy for you to get through. And Perel comes out a moment later, like bursts out. And he's got a huge uh, blonde beehive wig on and a big puffy Regency era <laughs> gown. <laughs> and he flicks open a fan and goes, let's get out of here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it looks like Catherine the Great. <laughs> said, let's fucking do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he's got the fan in front of his face.
3: And he's like, let's get out of here. Uh, and we we go over to Vinga Tuck,
4: I'm. You look beautiful. Thank you. How did you? Well, this is amazing. We got not get out of here. But oh my god.
3: Yeah. I Perel made these. and I point at my breast. Can I? Can I do? Yeah, I, you can touch them. I don't care. <laughs> can we get out of here, please? And Perel's <laughs> waving the fan in his
1: face. No, no,
2: no. Wait, wait, wait. I um. Someone's gonna meet me here. What? So we gotta stay.
1: When? For how long?
2: Uh, could take hours or days. Sometimes it's weeks or months. It could take even years. Well,
4: if it's going to be that long, Bill, you better put on some pants, pal. The leotard has turned into a deep V. Oh, yeah. It just goes You straight. look like Borat, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Borat? You look like a chubby little... No, he's, just, he's, a, uh, international, he's a bard. <laughs> he wears this ridiculous pink onesie that barely
1: that doesn't cover up his thing. Oh darn. boy,
2: I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs>
1: and Billy runs away and comes back with some clothes.
2: He's dressed now. But what's he wearing? He's wearing his raccoon stuff. Oh, okay.
1: Uh. He just went and got his stuff. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so as you're all standing around, you hear, Hey!
2: What? Hey, over here! Who? Where? Over here. <laughs> I look over. <laughs>
1: and behind the tent, you see a little flat cap and a smudged face peeking out from behind.
2: Come over here. Me? Yo, come over
1: here. <laughs> uh, no. vi- we grab Billy. the shoulder, like, don't go over there.
2: <laughs> guys. <laughs> Yo, come over here.
4: I don't trust this ragamuffin.
2: This is what we we're waiting for. Come on. Oh, the big guys, stay with you? Oh, yeah. Okay, you come over here too. Okay, we
3: go over. Okay, we What's
1: go over. What's your
2: name? My name's
1: <laughs> Fuck. I should literally <laughs> thought of any name. <laughs> Nick Nimble,
3: Nimble. My uh,
1: name's Nimble. Come on over here.
3: And it's I up. am
2: over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep That's... coming over here.
3: And as we're walking, like we're walking side by side next to Billy, because if this is a weird situation, uh-huh. we're like Nimble, you gotta like. Dial back your excitement because you sound like you're trying to get us into a trap. (laughs) I would never do that to you. This little guy's
1: a
2: fellow ragamuffin. Okay. You guys, you don't know anything about this. This is the code. The
1: ragamuffin code? Billy picks up dirt and runs it on his face. I should describe Nimble. Nimble's like small, maybe like 11, has tiny points at the end of his ears. He might have some elf blood. He's really smudged up. He's got little short pants. He's got a little vest and he's got a tiny shirt with the sleeves rolled up in <laughs> a flat cap.
2: <laughs>
1: Usually I hate elves, but this one's pretty adorable. Oh, yeah. And he's got a he's shining a penny or some shit.
2: Oh, hell yeah.
1: He's flipping a little coin. He's catching it in the air.
2: I really like you, nimble.
1: I like you. What's your name, little kid?
2: My name's Fat Billy. Fat Billy. Sure is. Put it there
1: and he spits in his hand
3: shakes. Shake. Billy spits in his hand.
1: This is also part of the ragamuffin's cold. And
3: we're like, okay. And I take a, a, a medicated Perel. wipe out and I just wipe Billy's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just like clean it.
2: <laughs> and uh, while you're cleaning my hand, I'm like, so what dirt you got from me? <laughs> oh, I got I
1: got the goods for you. I found the, I found the dame you're looking for. She's, she's, she's meeting somebody out back at the fish gutter's
2: Fish gutters. Yeah, if you
1: head down closer to the water, you take a right at the shoe boy. He's shining up the shoes. He's also a ragamuffin. Blink. That was him winking. The
2: shoe boys. All right. The
1: shoe boys head down the alley, turn right at the other alley behind the big pile of fish guts.
2: The fish guts.
1: She she seems to be meeting somebody out there. But if you want to catch it, you're gonna have to move quick. Flink! Oh, catch!
2: I flick, nimble a rock. My favorite one. <gasps>
1: And he kept, he snatches it out of the air, rubs it on his shirt, looks at it and goes, pleasure doing business with your brother.
2: It's great to meet you, Nimble. Brother for life. <laughs>
3: Brothers for life. <laughs> spit again. Shake. I clean his hand again. <laughs> <laughs> I clean Nimble's hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, and as you wipe the spit off of his hand, it's the cleanest part on his entire body. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, pleasure doing business. And he tips his flat cap and he disappears into the
3: shadows. He just ran into the woods? Yes. You hear him go oh, 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 as he runs away. Nimble! F-
2: gonna live forever!
1: What? <laughs> what the fuck was
0: that? That
3: guy has a ton of chutzpah. Yeah. I know. He keeps spitting it into his hands.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
1: Perel's sitting there like fanning himself with his big fan, he goes, That was mystifying. <laughs> But should we go?
2: Yeah, we gotta go Did you not hear him? We yeah. don't have much time
1: Let's go Let's find Allison Flap, 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 flap Wait, does anybody have anything they want to do on the way? Maybe just wink at the shoe boy Oh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's so, a little boy Also little points on his ears Shining a dude's shoes at the end of that alley
2: I flip him my other rock
1: <laughs> He catches it He
3: tips his cap Says,
2: pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure to meet ya
3: That guy looked exactly like Nimble
2: Weird <laughs>
1: Oh, he did look a little like nimble, didn't he? <laughs> Take Nimble's directions, turn the alley, turn the alley. You see a big pile of fish guts. Well, you smell it before you see it. And then it's just this big glistening pile of fish guts. It's covered in seagulls Ugh. and raccoons. They're just going fucking crazy back here. And you see Allison far behind the fish guts, further down the alley. And it. she looks kind of nervous. She's like looking around. But she hasn't seen you guys yet.
3: Oh, okay. Uh...
4: Wait, should we reveal
1: ourselves to her? Or should
4: we... See, wait and see who she's waiting for.
2: Uh, she looks really nervous, doesn't right
4: now. she? Yeah, I've she... never seen her look like that.
3: Yeah, I've actually, in my entire life, knowing and I've never seen her look nervous. It's scaring me a lot.
4: Yeah. I want to ask the uh, the raccoons if they've seen anything weird. Like, what the, what's oh, going yeah. on?
1: I keep forgetting that you can talk to animals. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting that Ving can talk to animals. Every time I introduce an animal into the scenery and Ving starts to talk to it, it's I go,
3: fuck, <laughs> <laughs> right? This animal would know everything.
1: It's the only thing I remember about <laughs> Ving. <laughs> All right. What do raccoons sound like? I'm just thinking like eh. Hey, yeah <laughs> do whatever you welcome want Welcome to my fish pile
3: <laughs> that's, like, oh, that's pretty good <laughs> Because
4: they have thumbs to do this with <laughs> That's
1: true they can do the, the hand thing So okay. there's a there's a a raccoon Sitting on a pile of fish like Hey welcome Hey
4: bienvenido. Oh you want the pile of fish The fishes are so good at this time of year Ah, me excuse me I'm here looking for my friend you seen any weird with this lady over there?
1: Oh, she have been meeting with a lot of people today. A Lot of people coming back and forth. A Lot of people in a nice white clothes.
4: Fafangula, tell me more, my brandy.
1: I mean, they all—all all of you are look up like a big, tall people. Like you have a nicer hands, good for gripping. Yes, <laughs> like me. We are friends. We we the same. And she- oh,
4: yeah, and then they do a cool handshake. <laughs> like a very elaborate handshake <laughs> the Little camera racco- goes so close to yeah. it it's like <laughs> flip-flop <laughs> blop, 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 flip <laughs> flip flip
1: and your hand your crystals come away covered in fish guts mm. anything else that you want to know how, how long you been here oh I've been here for generations my grandfather he found this piece of pile <laughs> this piece of pile <laughs> my family have been, have been sustained For centuries. You
4: should be very proud of
1: you. You do
4: a great pile of garby fish. (laughs) (laughs) Molte (laughs) Grazie (laughs)
1: mille. Does a quick cross and goes, (laughs) mi madre.
4: (laughs) Are these raccoons
1: Catholic? (laughs) Uh, All raccoons are Catholic. (laughs) 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 That's why they have so much guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, what are you trying to get out of this raccoon? That she's been meeting with a bunch of guys dressed in
3: white. Yep. What? Why would, like, the light guard? Seems like. Okay, let's, maybe let's hang back and watch and see Mm -hmm. who she meets.
2: All right, let's hide behind this bush. Behind the fish guts.
3: Yeah, because she's,
1: like, you can see her. Mm -hmm. You guys got to be careful (laughs) if you're just (laughs) talking to a raccoon on the fish pile. Hey, but uh, she
4: just hears a couple of raccoons going at it.
1: I guess that's true. Oh,
2: it's so slimy in here. <laughs> is Billy
1: in the pile? Billy went yeah. into the fish pile.
2: <laughs> I don't know how else to be secret.
1: <laughs> just smushed right in there. So you do see Allison, like, her attention is peaked. Mm-hmm. And she walks a little bit further down to a junction between two buildings. And you see her talking to somebody.
3: Who is it? Yeah. Uh,
1: discern reality? Yeah, <laughs> give me a... Somebody's got to roll fucking yeah. something. Use these ones. Because right now they're out of sight. Oh, yeah. So 2d6 plus wisdom.
0: <laughs> ha, I said Fuck. these ones.
1: <laughs> Fuck. Are those two ones? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh. <laughs> okay. So you don't get any, you don't get any questions uh-huh. and you mark a point of experience. Hell yeah. There are two ways that this failure can pan out. Mm-hmm. One is you don't learn anything about who she's meeting. And the second is that you do, but then it gets, it gets worse. I like that. Worse. Sure. Okay. So you see Allison talking to somebody very, very earnestly, very intently. And then they move. She goes, come here. And she gestures them further into the alley. And a white robed um, light guard scholar like walks into the alleyway and they're talking very. T- the scholar is pretty young, pretty lean. It's like a young, uh, young woman. She's very kind of scrawny. Looks mm. like she's maybe not even out of her teens. Mm. Like she's new to the light guard. And they're talking very intently. The scholar's writing things down and they're just exchanging information. Mm-hmm. And Tuck, you see this happening and you go, what the fuck? She's talking to the light guard? Mm-hmm. And you are like, what the fuck? And you lean forward and you put your hand right on a seagull. And it goes, <laughs> and then all the seagulls go bah, 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 and start flying away. And the scholar and Allison whip around and they see all of you staring at them. And Allison's like, Paused for a second because the pile
3: was actually ninety five percent seagulls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they fly away, so, fly
3: away. We're all there's just like three
1: dead fish. <laughs> it just
3: sinks into the
1: ground as the seagulls fly away. Ving just raises his hand and waves,
0: <laughs> and
1: they they all look at you. And Allison starts running away. <gasps> what about oh, the scholar? Shoot. They both run in the same direction. They start bolting.
3: Do we chase?
2: Yes, run! chase, chase. Chase! Chase, 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 chase. We start chase, chanting
3: chase. as we're running after us.
0: Because
3: Tuck's like, "Do we chase?" Chase. chase.
1: <laughs> okay, so how does it cha- how's the chase going to work? I think it's just going to be a roll. I think someone's going to lead the chase. I think if you get unmitigated success, I think you can get both of them. Okay. I think if it's only partial success, you only get one of them. You know what I mean? You can only get answers out of one of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah, one person's going to roll. One person can aid if you want, but somebody's got to lead it. And it's... What we plus. So it, with Tuck, I imagine that it would be strength. Okay. Because it's like the strength of his muscles. Does that make sense?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to try and use your muscles to catch them and scoop them?
3: I guess so, yeah. To like get my legs to move hard and strong enough yeah. to catch up with them. My legs are going to beat up the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then. It doesn't have to be strength. I'm getting a tone out of this text. No, I want it to be strength. And the tone is directed at Paul, who asked me to describe running. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: His feet will pound the ground like fists. Yeah. Uh we go sideways or
3: backwards?
1: Okay, 2d6 plus strength. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, so you get a partial success. Who are you catching? Allison or the Scholar? Uh, Allison. Okay, so Allison and the scholar start hauling ass down this alley. You're sort of in between two clusters of buildings. Mm-hmm. You start pounding down the alley behind them, just being like chase, 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 chase,
3: chase,
2: chase, chase, chase,
1: chase, 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 chase faster. And Perel, we're all running, right? Oh yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm
2: way further. back. Okay. Yeah,
1: and Perel's like holding one part of his dress up with one hand <laughs> in his fan, and <laughs> the
3: other, like I can't catch up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm in the. <laughs> Belly dancers class. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so loud. <laughs> you can hear me go shh, 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 Oh, yeah. So
1: Allison might not even have realized it was you specifically. Oh, yeah. But she realizes that she's been
3: busted by a belly dancer, <laughs> a white belly dancer with crazy eyes. Oh, she recognized <laughs> Ving. There. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> But I have, like, such and sweet Billy. boobs. Like, she wouldn't know. She put two
0: Allison, <laughs> yeah. it's me! <laughs>
3: blung, blung, <laughs> blung, blung, blung.
1: <laughs> so, you get to uh, the end of this alley, and the scholar and Allison... Like split. Mm -hmm. The scholar runs to the right, Allison runs to the left. Mm -hmm. And Tuck goes to the left.
3: Yeah, I turn to the left, but I turned so hard that my bra (laughs) whips around the back. (laughs) So now the boobs are on the back. And how does how does Tuck catch Allison? Um, so it's like classic, like small sit like narrow alley chase scene, Mm -hmm. and Allison is fucking fast. Yeah. Like she's like doing parkour. Her dress rips up one side so her legs are free to move and there's like carts coming out and she's like running up on the like the sides of buildings and I'm like Throwing them out of the way. <laughs> or you're just barreling through. Yeah. Or like, yeah, running through them and it's like, chase, chase. She takes slides under a cow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. And
1: Tuck throws the cow out of the way.
3: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, but he like lifts the cow and throws it in front of her. Oh, my God. Can it's I do nice. that? Is yeah. that insane? Yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. I mean, I kind of want you to roll for it. But <laughs> okay. Hell, all yeah. It. All right. 2d6 two, two plus strength. Watch out. She's parkouring. Oh, my God. Five.
4: <laughs> Six? Five? Six. I'll eat. Okay, I'll give it a little gust.
1: Okay, of wind? Yeah. So roll 2d6 plus your bond with Tuck.
4: Ooh, big enough.
1: Yeah, okay. Wow, yeah. I can't believe you pulled off this fucking cow move. <laughs> <laughs> so you throw the cow, you <laughs> grip this cow under the middle, and it goes, Whoa! and you whip it over your head. It starts sailing through the air and falling just behind Allison. It's not going to make it! And what does Bing do?
4: He says that and then uh, beats his big imaginary wings. It gives a big gust oh, of wind. Oh, so cool.
3: Yeah.
2: And the, so dope. The yeah. wind
3: blows past you, Tuck. You feel like a woof. And as Ving does that, I see like the shadow of yeah. the outline of Thunderbird wings. Oh.
4: And there's a fire just off to the side that roars up with the yeah. blast of air. Cool. And, and there's like cracklies. Yeah.
3: In the air, you hear. In the. Wow. Th- yeah.
1: And the cow goes. and it flips through the air and lands right in front of Allison and she slams into it. And Allison's right there. You got her. Okay. She passed out? No, she's just like, ah, like holding her head.
3: I pick her up. Yeah. And then I take the veil off and I'm like, it's me, Duck."
1: She goes, I know. You're seven feet tall and five feet wide. We gotta have a chat.
3: Why are you running from us? Can we do this somewhere else, please? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: I think we should go back to the hotel. Okay. Just everybody be cool and And so i put the veil back on (laughs) (laughs) and we nonchalantly try and walk out of the alleyway this motley (laughs) (laughs) crew nothing weird going on over here (laughs) what is pearl dressed as again
1: he's dressed as a regency era debutante (laughs) after you m'lady
3: oh thank you so
1: Doing a bad accent.
2: I want to carry the train at the end of his dress.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So cute.
2: Uh
0: Billy
3: Billy put fish guts in his pockets, and now he's, like, throwing them, like... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like flowers. flower girl.
3: Make way, make way. Holding the train, he's just throwing it out of the bag. <laughs> The most edible bachelorette in all of Oxford, child.
1: We suck at acting casual. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst. You guys are definitely the epitome of that, like, act casual. And everybody comes in and there's someone, like, fake nailing a board to a wall. And you're like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that move. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, you make your way to the hotel. You see on the way someone handing out pieces of paper with a drawing of the three of you on it. Like, you're saying these people? Wanted for questioning by the Crystal Bay Customs House?
2: Sorry, I can't read.
4: I think we would remember seeing these weirdos.
2: And I have face blindness. (laughs) This
3: is the voice that Doug is doing. Wow.
1: (laughs) Very very well with Any, any information for the Customs House will be greatly rewarded.
4: I want to take the rest of those posters off of them.
1: Well, he's he'll give you a couple.
4: Give me a, all, all
1: of them. He looks around.
4: I'll post. I'll post them around town. We're going to the. We're going to the Emerald.
1: Uh, yeah, you're gonna try and convince him to give them yeah. to you. He's like, I could get in a lot of trouble. I give you two bucks for all these. Two coins. Yeah, that's, that's right. more i make making a week. Here you go. <laughs> Problem solved. Make sure to post them. Just uh, puts them in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. Wham. Posted. Yeah, so you get back to the hotel. Mears is there having his... uh, He's sleeping. He's passed out uh, in the other room. And Allison just sits on the bed.
3: Oh, no. We put her in the chair. Oh, And we tie her
1: up. Oh, okay. She doesn't resist. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Sorry to do this, Allison. I understand. How are you feeling?
1: Not great, Billy.
2: Okay. I tied this knot, you guys. (laughs) Can you get the one at the back? I'll do it.
1: (laughs) yeah you see her shapely legs (laughs) all the way up to her her fit firm waist tying beautiful milky skin yeah and her
3: legs are showing because of the parkour that she did yeah and she she ripped her dress yeah
1: she's got ripped legs because of all the free running and flips that she does (laughs) in her free time (laughs) because i'm sorry i haven't been completely honest
3: well you better start how much do you want to know Everything. Yeah, and then some. Tell yeah. us some stuff you don't think is relevant. <laughs> yeah. Let's start there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did you know that the
1: Emerald Hotel and Spa was constructed 250 years?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. 250
1: years? That's
4: unreal. They've had emeralds that long?
1: Wow. And on top of being... A- anti-inflammatory spice. Turmeric can also be used to make delicious baked goods. No, she's just
3: telling you facts that she knows now.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
3: this bitch is trying to tell me about turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> and, put, like, Vig pulls out, like, a ma- a little mason jar that has turmeric in it, and it says, for inflammation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so, the reality is I initially came to Crystal Bay in the employ of the light guard. <gasps>
3: I don't make any noise because my feelings are hurt. (laughs) He says. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't gasp because my feelings are hurt. (laughs) And
1: well, they should be. This is, I've never intended to hurt you. The reality is that I was banished by the light guard. And I was recently able to claw my way back to the material plane. But they found me very quickly. And they forced me to work for them as an advanced scout. We came here because the light guard had received a letter from an organization of some kind that exists in the principalities.
2: What are they called?
1: I wasn't privy to that information. Mm. Supposedly they are a subgroup. They were founded by the light guard or something like that. Mm. Menders. I have heard them say that name. And they sent me here ahead of them to sort of gauge the situation to meet up with some members of the menders and uh sort of see what the situation was the letter made it sound like there's a lot of awful things happening here then once i was here once i'd 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 you know figured out the situation you came to town Tuck. and i thought finally i had an opportunity to get my revenge on the light guard and be free of them i knew that you would help me if i asked you to we have a we have a history. Look, you're so strong. You've overcome so many enemies, so many opponents. And I know that the light guard would be no problem for you. I could be free. We could be free together. And I can't let them know that this is my plan. I can't can't let them know that I'm planning on trying to kill the torch of McCall, trying to escape. So I've still been working with them. I've been feeding them information, false information. About who? Just about whatever's going on in this town. I told them that there might be other succubi in Crystal Bay. I told them that there's some sort of force-keeping creatures of the outer dark in Crystal Bay. That the coronet might be involved. The truth is, I have no idea why the sun's not moving. I couldn't care less. But they think it's a problem. And that problem will keep them distracted. from my true goal... Which is What? putting them six feet in the ground
3: if that's true how did they know about us we heard them talking we heard jazam from the (laughs) who's (laughs) jazam the guy from the the the, the jazam creek theater society jaunter yeah jazam he was (laughs) telling he always does that (laughs) he was talking to the torture mccall and they knew everything about us already, and they've been
2: fucking... They sent out posters about us.
3: Did they say they knew
2: yeah.
1: us? like Jaunter described the three of you and Perel. Yeah. How would they know that? I don't know. I didn't tell them anything about you.
2: How do we know that's true?
1: I have no reason anymore to lie to you. All my cards are on the table. That's it. I want them dead.
2: Then who's telling them about us?
1: It's almost like if someone had rolled a discern realities earlier in the session. We'll do it now. Hmm. I wonder if rolling a discern realities can allow you to glean information from a previous thing that you witnessed. I think that I think that that's totally <laughs> fair. Also, because I kind of want you guys to get some more, more breadcrumbs, some tasty, tasty breadcrumbs. Who wants to roll? Do it, Bilbo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you should talk to the amnesiac fairy. <laughs> <laughs> let me just rack my tiny little brain (laughs) hey man he gets results whoa Uh,
3: 11.
2: somehow he racked his amnesiac brain oh
3: does he do like a magic thing
2: yeah he closes his eyes and he starts feeling through his thoughts and he's like oh that was a really good uh cookie i had and i had a really good sleep last night and the blanket was so soft
1: and then Billy's just remembering his like past adventures too. Yeah. Like, wow, that meeting that dragon was crazy. Yeah. But like, no, too far, too far, too far. Yeah,
3: and he, like you see it like move down the timeline and flip forward, yeah. and it's like Billy's like the king of a of, of a small <laughs> yeah. country.
1: He's the king of a little like squirrel village yeah. in, the, in the
3: woods. <laughs> and then, no,
1: no, that wasn't it. And then Not it's Billy it. eating a roll.
2: Yeah, and I replay that memory a few times. I'm like. Mm. I don't remember where I got it okay that that doesn't matter right now <laughs> and then I think back to when we checked in at the hotel
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I think back to when we went to get that dinner and those bullies came up and tried to fight us well they did fight us
3: <laughs> the, the idea that Billy thinks of other gang members as bullies <laughs> <Yeah. So laughs> <really> <laughs>
2: Am I coming up with this thing? or Are you coming? No,
1: up? you're asking the questions from the list. Oh, you get yeah, three, sorry Jeez <laughs> Louise yeah. guys I'm there sorry. So there's right. Three questions from the discern realities. Okay,
2: list. I forgot. <laughs> That's okay so Billy Billy's memory is back in the DeSong Creek theater society where we were just and, and Tuck and Ving and Pearl are in the tent and Billy's weaving his way around past the donkeys and he passes by a tall man and jaunter and he's like "Ugh, jaunter
1: yeah you hear them talking about the how everything has been greatly exaggerated by maggie cole she doesn't know what's going on there's no flooding there's no monsters there's no weird soldiers so what are the questions that billy's asking
2: so in that memory billy's like what happened then
1: so what happened here recently is jaunter as a traveling bard goes town to town in the principalities investigating things for the menders. He gathers information and then he meets up with other members. That's sort of how they pass their information. They speak face to face. They never write anything down because if somebody steals all that information, there's a lot of terrible information they could know. So as the leader of the group that the menders were founded by, Jaunter met with the torch to sort of pass that information on. It sounded like things were so bad in the principalities that the Torch and McCall decided to come personally. Okay. Yeah. And I guess something that would actually be cleared up by that, too, is that Jaunter... Because you heard Jaunter saying, well, that's this is all fake. This isn't real. Uh-huh. There's no flooding. There's no monsters. There's no whatever. That's not true. You know that personally. Yeah. Like, you've seen the fallout from the flooding. Mm-hmm. There's halflings on the road. The Panusians were like, yeah, there's flooding in the... Halfling yeah. lands. What's he mm-hmm.
2: talking about? And then so what here is useful or valuable to me?
1: Well, what here is useful or valuable to me is mm. so Billy, you remember seeing this and realizing that you didn't say anything about it because you didn't think it was weird. Mm-hmm. But um the torch pours more tea from the teapot while he's talking to jaunter and he takes a sip and he goes, Oh, it's a little cold. Do you mind if I do you mind? He goes, No, no, please. I'd actually I'd love to see it. I've heard many stories. And the torch goes very well. And he presses his hands together and kind of spins his palms. And when he pulls his hands apart, there's a little lick of flame (gasps) hanging in the air between them. (sighs) And he uh, kind of gets it close to the teapot. And you see him put the teapot on his hand. And bits of flame are curling around the bottom of the teapot Mm. like it's on a stove element. (laughs) Like it's on a gas range. And he's just heating up the tea with this fire that he's able to just call from his body. It boils <laughs> Yeah and then he Pours some more Steaming hot tea So what B- Billy saw that The tea the- <laughs> It must be the tea Where does <laughs> <With, with laughs> tea There
3: be cookies nearby <laughs> the, sh- the shot of this Like massive revelation pans slightly down <laughs> And to the left To the cookie tray Yeah And Billy's like And then it (laughs) zooms in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It does. And then Billy is like, it's not important right now. And then he has to zoom back out. Back to the torch of McCall and the tea and the flame thing. And he's like, why didn't I see that?
1: Yeah. And he holds his hand up, and you can see the flame is like on his skin. Like his hand is burning. And then he just goes, he closes his fist and it snuffs out. And Jaunter's like, amazing. Just incredible. Gives him a uh, round of applause. Yeah, it's a little clap and he goes, oh no, please, The, the god of the flame provides.
2: Okay, so the other question, what here is not what it appears to be?
1: I think this is a thing where it's like, this isn't a thing that Jaunter would tip. This is Billy putting together information. So he's lying about what's happening in the principalities. He says that Maggie Cole is bad at her job, which I mean... At least, even according to Billy, that doesn't seem likely. Maggie mm-hmm. was
2: so good at her job. Yeah.
3: and
1: Annoyingly she's Annoyingly like, so. Yeah. yeah. And you know that the way that like Sweet Caroline is so loyal and Mears is like falling over himself around Maggie, like she's at the very least renowned amongst the menders. Because, you know, the the Pinewood kids doing the recreation of the Lone Tree Hill mm-hmm. were bad. The DeSarm Creek Theater Society here was bad. They should be good. You know what I mean? Like, the writing was bad. The Mm. acting was okay, but they were working with a bad script, it seems like. Mm. So, what here is not what it appears to be is Jaunter. (gasps) Jaunter! And Billy opens his eyes, and all of you open your eyes as well, because while Billy was scrubbing through his memories, you were all seeing the exact same thing that he was seeing. What? Somehow, Billy was sharing his memories with you, these, like, old, weird... Half remembered memories And you Billy you look down At your hand And you realize You were gripping The glass ring From Chamberlain In your hand
3: Oh
1: my god Holy shit Uh, So I mean Yeah that's the situation Something of some. So let's recap What we learned From that Discern realities Perhaps the densest And most delectable Discern realities (laughs) (laughs) Gross To date We've ever done So what we learned Was
3: Wow. Uh, okay. What was the first thing we learned? Uh, the first thing we learned was. That- the most of the pile was seagulls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, it was the tea thing. Like I walked by and. Yeah. And, uh, they, and uh, the torch of McCall and Jaunter met up and I was like, ugh, Jaunter. Oh, oh and he was like pouring the tea and mm. it was cold. And so the torch did the flame thing with his hands. Mm-hmm.
1: Was that the second thing? The first thing was what here is ha- what here happened recently. What we learned is that the menders were founded by the yeah. the light oh, guard. Duh. There, there, and Jaunter, as a traveling musician or a traveling performer, probably traveled town to town. And maybe that's what all bard groups are. Mm-hmm. Who can say? It's, it sets a precedent for traveling performers being mending groups.
3: And also the menders and the light guard only transmit information verbally because yes. it's the safest right. way to do so. Yeah, That's the other thing you Because it can't be
1: hacked. They never write anything down. Yeah. Um and then the second thing you learned is that the torch of McCall is able to summon fire from his body.
3: So lame. <laughs> he but he, he Did you see how smug he was about it? Yeah, I did. So like so showy. Oh, he was like no, no, no. It was the it's the god of the flame.
1: So you get the idea that this is legit like a divine power that he was given Give. by huck's god and then the third thing you learned is that something is up with jaunter you've Mm -hmm. heard that some creek theater society is good the plays were bad he's lying about maggie
3: cole he's lying about what's happening in the principalities and he has all this fucking information about our lives what the fuck is going on
1: maybe We'll find out next time. Thanks for joining oh! us, everybody. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me today, Rick. Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, played by Abdulaziz. Uh, bye. <laughs> Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, played by Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. And Ving, the Half-Elf Druid, played by Paul Oppers. See you later, guys. Thanks to Wes for all the technical work, Abdul for all the editing, Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. Thanks to our Patreon supporters who support us at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com money, please.
3: Billy, you were a king?
1: What? <laughs> you were a king?
2: I guess so. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a really long time.
1: <laughs> I won't think about that in a really <laughs> Join us at patreon.com for our upcoming Blades in the Dark campaign featuring the cool treat kids and set in the High Spear Mall. Instead of recording that
3: tonight, can we figure out what's happening next? <laughs> yeah.
1: We can
0: say. Maybe I'll
1: make you wait. <laughs> Oh, thanks to Adam Koble and Sage LaTora for inventing Dungeon World. We really appreciate that. And mm. thanks to Vincent Baker and Meggie Baker for inventing Apocalypse World, which is the game that Dungeon World is based on. All incredible games you can find on the internet. If that's not how you pronounce Meggie, I'm sorry. Thank you to you for listening. See you next time.
0: And so ends the tale of Adventures 3, who tried the best they can though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry and though our journey may be like a conclusion we will not leave you without a resolution return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores, and for you, I'd gladly spout
2: more. Um. So, so Billy's uh moving back and through his memories, and he hits one, uh, where he's on the roof of a farm, uh, of a of a cow shack. <laughs> I guess, what are they called? Barn? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> he, he's standing on the roof of a barn and uh, the halflings uh, on the ground in front of him because he's not part of the party, obviously, mm-hmm. but they're all counting down. 10, 9, nine 8,
1: eight seven, seven, 7, 6, 5, 4,
3: 3, 2, 1... Three, two, one. Happy Happy Sunday! Sunday.
1: And the celebr—oh, sorry. As the celebration happens, the sun touches the horizon just barely, and then rises back up into the sky, not fully setting.
2: Woo! And then Billy uh, cheers too late. Uh, and uh, <laughs> chugs a, a jug of cream that he stole from the oh, barn below. Geez. Cream! Oh my
0: god! Oh
3: no! He's
2: having a great time, <laughs> even if he's alone.
3: <laughs> he falls off the roof. He does. <laughs>
2: he does. Oh no! Um, sorry, that's oh, that was way too long ago. And then he uh, scrubs forward, and but only five minutes, and it's the halfling scene with all the, the acquaintance,
0: acquaintance be forgotten, and
3: ever comes in time with and the will touch the land and, is and the sea will rise
2: and then Billy's like wow <laughs> I don't know if they knew any of the words and then he <laughs> just moves on to the next memory.